The Forum at 8 on SAFM. It's nine minutes past eight, and thank you so much for staying with us here on AM Live on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And on the Forum at 8 this morning, we're in conversation with the South African Communist Party. Now, they're here to respond to allegations leveled against its uh, General Secretary, Blades Nzimande, by NUMSA's General Secretary, Irvin Jim, last Friday when he was our guest. And, um, of course, uh, Jim accused the SACP as well as Nzimande for causing, amongst other things, Kosatu's instability. And uh, to elaborate on this matter, we are joined in studio by Mr. Solima Paila, who is the Deputy General Secretary of uh, the South African Communist Party. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you very much and good morning to our listeners. Now, as we were hosting Urban Gym last week, um, you know, talking about NUMSA after uh, their CEC, he said some things that obviously prompted the SACP to call SAFM and ask for right to reply. And uh, as per the SABC's editorial policy, um, you know, we have granted them that because the editorial policy is very clear in that it states right of reply need not be immediate but within a reasonable time. And that is why we are hosting this morning the South African Communist Party and uh, we're going to get them to respond to some of what Mr. Irvin Jim has uh, stated and then of course uh, speak to them about other issues pertaining to the SACP as well. But let's start by listening to a clip uh, from some of what uh, Irvin Jim said on Friday. And in this particular one, he was talking about the failing role of the SACP. There's a question about why NUMSA forming a party when there are many political parties. Mm. Why are you interested in, in, in getting into that? First, Yes, there are many political parties, but it's for the first time that a component of the working class basically talks about forming a political party. We have a party, which is the South African Communist Party in this country. In our view, its constituency is very firm about socialism, but its leadership is buried in the state. That's the crisis that we're sitting with. It has become now the South African Communist Party defenders of the state. Our understanding of the state, Sakin, a state is but nothing in a capitalist mode of production, but an organ of oppression. The dominant class in society that exploit the working class use the state to continue to further its aims, which is why a party of the working class, its role must be mobilizing the working class, it must be in all sides of power, it must advance the interests of, of the working class, and to expose the limits of the state, not to defend the state, if the working class must conquer power in its own class interest. Mr. Mapaela, is the SACP still the vanguard of the working class? Yeah, most definitely. I think um, this is also said by the workers themselves, uh, including Kosatu, and um, even the recent um, NUMSA conference responded to this question. Um, the issue has been whether the leadership of uh, Ivan Jim and his clique inside NUMSA, when they, they couldn't get what they wanted inside the alliance, and they decided to divert from the framework of our revolution, which is called National Democratic Revolution, which is guided by particular principles, when they began to deviate from that and became populist, then they started blaming us. That's the sole reason why uh, they started uh, doing the things that they're doing. And of course, then they started blaming the SACP. The SACP has no socialism. It's fighting for it. We're fighting against capital capitalism in order to get socialism. 
So instead of Numsa and them joining us in this fight, they've been fighting us. Mm. How have you fought capitalism? Because one of the things he says is that you are now merely defenders of the ANC. Well, of course, we will defend the ANC because we are part of it. And we will defend the program of the ANC, which is a program to transform our society into an racial, democratic, non-sexist, prosperous and united South Africa. That's a program that binds all of us. So if the ANC is leading that particular program, uh, we'll definitely support it. But when it comes to the state, he has a completely shallow understanding of the state. The state is an instrument of class or oppression, as said by Marx. But also, if we as socialists have to fight for socialism, we need the state to smash the capitalist class oppression. You can't do it without the state. So it's completely out of order. Who runs the state? Currently. Yes. It's a democratic movement. But the state that we are running is not a, a socialist state. Hmm. It's a democratic state in a capitalist society. And you said you're fighting for socialism within that state. How yes. are you doing this? Well, we have campaigns and programs. There are key pillars of the SACP program. For instance, we've got our main program currently is building working class power in all sides of struggle and terrains of struggle. Give one, us examples. One, one, one of these uh, examples, for instance, would be fighting for working class power in the economy, fighting for working class power in the workplace, fighting for working power in the state, fighting for working class power in the communities, in the ideological sphere as well as international sphere, international sphere, and of course fighting for sustainable environment. So when we have deployed cadres of the party in the state, they are in a terrain of struggle. So they are there and you, you, mm. you, you must judge them by what they are doing, for instance. And we can give an example, for instance, we think it was an excellent decision of the party congress to send its general secretary to, to government and to be in the state. Where if you look at uh, the interest of children of the working class in terms of access to higher education and training, of course in the collective sense working with the comrades in the ANC and government, um, we could see that actually there is a communist in that unit. But we want to get more of those in other areas. And that's why we're saying we should be tested also by some of the decisions that were taken. If we leave the state uh, to all capitalist forces, nationalist forces, narrow nationalist forces, what would be the interest of the working class just to be howling outside of the state? No. We want to use both the power of the state and the power of mass mobilization of our people to transform our society to a classless society in which at that time there will be no need for a state. As we are fighting for socialism, there will be a need for a state. So Jim is wrong. He has less understanding of socialism or the, the socialist strategy. If he thinks that socialist strategy comes about by mere pronouncement, he's completely out of what is wrong. In 20 years of democracy, how would you assess your progress uh, for that fight for socialism within the state? It has been difficult. Um, when I did an interview with one of the radio stations at the launch of WASP, I, I said to them, we welcome them to this terrain because it's a very difficult terrain. What we have done over the last many years uh, or 20 years since uh, democracy, we have been able to champion key programs as the Communist Party that favors the working class. 
we championed the, the program, for instance, on transformation of the financial sector, which this year um, took some, quite some years as well. But this year, in April, for instance, many people with adverse uh, credit um, uh, uh, in, with, with the retail institutions were removed to, uh, from the credit bureau. This was a huge thing. It relieved over 10 million South Africans. These are working class people who could not actually access credit to start small businesses, cooperatives and other forms of uh, sustainable livelihood for themselves and their families. We consistently fought the banks on this particular program. We have a program on national public health, which led to the introduction of the national health insurance. If you do your research, you will find that the campaigners for this program on the streets were the South African Communist Party. We have com- campaigned against corruption, uh, having a national program against corruption. No other organization has done it better than we have on the streets. And we even lost cadres. There was a cadre, uh, uh, Bomba in Changas, who used to call to this uh, station quite often. He was a victim of this, uh, of one of our members championing this particular campaign. He was a martyr of this campaign. So there are many other programs and campaigns that the SSCP takes up, including the campaign on, on, on making our education work. We don't complain. We go to communities, organize communities to ensure that our programs are, are able to, to transform the lives of our people. And in, in, in so doing, we think that we should we are working to complement also what the democratic state is doing. This is not some dictatorship state. It's a democratically elected state on a mandate. Mm. Let's uh, go to uh, one of the other um, utterances by Irwin Jim And uh, he was speaking about the two fundamental resolutions taken at their Congress Two fundamental resolutions we've taken The first one is that we will, as we continue to do We're persuading COSATO affiliates and workers That it is time that we must take a decision To accept one thing, that this alliance is dead Kosatu put us on terms that we must explain why we should not be dismissed. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we said we shall not campaign for the ANC. ANC. And uh, Samu, in two elections, took the same resolution. They were never subjected why we should not be suspended, why we should not be dismissed. We said we shall not pay a political levy that takes our Jews and give it to, to, to Bladen Zimande, who basically want to liquidate NUMSA as an organization. You know, like the South African mm. Communist Party gets subsidized by COSATU affiliates. And NUMSA members said, look, we, we shall not. We shall not pay a political levy. Mm. And of course, I'm going to have to ask you to hold on to that thought. Uh, we are going to invite uh, listeners as well. Love to hear from you, your response. 0891-104-208-34701 for those SMSs. We are in conversation with Soli Mapaila, who is the second uh, Deputy General Secretary of the South African Communist Party. And he is, of course, responding to um, last Friday's forum where Irvin Jim of NUMSA accused the SACP and uh, General Secretary Bladen Zimande of causing Kosatu's instability amongst other things. Netis Inlovu and Sidu Media Attorneys is one of the leading black-owned law firms with proficiency in litigation, corporate and tax laws to name just a few. MNS Attorneys' specialized knowledge gives corporate and government clients tailored legal solutions all under one roof. To simplify your legal needs, give us a call on 011-268-5225 MNS Attorneys, legal expertise in your corner. 
Life is about being more savvy with your money, like when it comes to getting great returns on your savings. Oh, look at my little money babies, getting all nice and plump. Eugene, it's because your Nedbank step-up deposit has an interest rate that climbs every three months. I know, it's amazing, and it's linked to Prime. So if Prime goes up, your interest rate goes up. Yeah, but if Prime drops, I can move my money once a quarter. So my little money babies never stop growing. Who's your daddy? Huh? Who's your daddy? Make money babies happen with Nedbank step-up deposit. Visit any Nedbank today or call 0860-555-111. We're an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Terms and conditions apply. Make things happen. Nedbank. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Speaking to uh, Mr. Solima Paila this morning, Second Deputy General Secretary of the SACP, responding to some of what was said by Urban Jim of Noomsa last Friday. Now, we played you that clip where Mr. Jim uh, was talking about the alliance, and he says the alliance is dead, and uh, that Noomsa is not willing to pay a political levy to Kasatu, as Kasatu gives the money to people like Blade and Zimande, who wants uh, to have Noomsa liquidated. Look, I mean, Sakina, firstly, this is, I, 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 I could not listen to the interview because I was uh, preparing for our PB uh, meeting and I was already at the venue of the meeting. But I could understand that uh, this was a low-level debate uh, from Ivan Jim because he lies openly. Mr. or Comrade Nzimande doesn't get money from Kosato. Kosato does fund the SACP through a political levy, which we share not only as the SACP, but the SACP, the Mayday Fund, and uh, Nanaledi, the research unit of Kosato, SASCO, COSAS, uh, the ANC, elections programs, and so forth. But we have not received this money in the last four years as the SACP. Mm-hmm. So it's money that is there, but it's not there. We even pay rent at Kosato, for God's sake. So all that Jamie said is just absolute lies. But we must indicate, because this is a decision of workers to support the Communist Party. They have taken that decision themselves as workers. We will appreciate any support by workers, because this is a party of the workers. If workers can't fund the Communist Party, who should fund us? But the point is, we have not been receiving the money as it claims. And besides, has Why not haven't taken. you been receiving the money? Well, because there's not been money in Kosatu. That's what they've been saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and and General Secretary Mavavi, why this money has not been paid over, over this last four years. And of course, he goes on to say that the alliance is dead. He's missing the point again. I mean, the alliance plays a very strategic role in the transformation of our society. In fact, if we were to leave the transformation of our society to the whims and wishes of uh, capitalist forces in this country, this country will regress. The alliance has put at the fore the transformation of our society in the second decade of our freedom to radicalize economic transition. Because we have taken sensible decisions about our country. This country, there would have been possibly hundreds of thousands of people who would have died in a bloody civil war and we avoided it. Nonetheless, we are still facing with many challenges. And let me give you an ex- a simple example. We have 70% of wealth in this country in the hands of uh, monopoly capital. Mm-hmm. 
the government, on behalf of the people, controlling about 30% of wealth. We have used that 30% to transform this country to what it is today. Those who grew or who were born in this country will tell you the last 20 years the dramatic changes that have taken place because of the democratic government. The capitalist bosses who control this big portion of wealth of our country have not come to the party. Mm -hmm. That is why, in order to justify their inability to come to the party, even after this alliance movement led by the African National Congress, prevented this country from going into a civil war, they blamed the African National Congress in public so that they can justify their non-participation. They can't say, with the wealth that they have, we could have sorted out many problems that we have. Help education, for instance, health, even uh, housing, for Would instance. Would you say Marikana has a case in point? Of course. And what, what have you done to actually support the cause of those who are asking for that 12,500? Marikana, it's a, it's, a, it's a classic point, uh, question in point. Uh, we have been there ourselves, uh, even on elections, I was in Marikana. We were the first political party, by the way, to go to Marikana after the incident happened. We condemned it. We have issued even statements calling for police intervention, including for mine in management intervention. In fact, we have expressed our views against that management, which caused this problem, which no one wants to blame them, for the sole reason that they excluded the critical component of workers, the rock drill operators, from the negotiations with the National Union of Mine Workers, precisely because their intention was to liquidate the National Union of Mine Workers. And this backfired badly to Lon Ming. That is why when they excluded that section of rock drill operators, when those workers went on strike, after some people came to them to say, look at the NUM, it didn't serve you, when it was not necessarily the case, because the management implemented a unilateral agreement, the backlash was that they had to close down the entire mine. Mm. So, as a result, the protected strike and then workers fought am amongst themselves, which is unfortunate because workers must always know that other workers are not their enemies. The enemies of workers are those bosses at Lonmi, not, the, not, not, not other workers. So, workers should not be killing each other even to justify for their demands. That is why we are quite worried as the SACP that actually a true trade unionist knows you don't take workers on a strike at best for more than three days. Mm. And we, we will come back to that one. We'll come back to that one. just want to take a few callers very quickly as we are coming up to news. Um, um, Hamilton in Eldorado Park, good morning. Good morning. Um, I first of all want to uh, uh, point out that I think that the person who doesn't know what the meaning of the state is in Marxist terms is a representative of the South African Communist Party, actually. Um and I think it is always best to illustrate these points by concrete examples. What happened in Marikana is that the workers rose up uh, in opposition to their enslavement by the mining bosses with the collusion of the SACP-dominated NUM. It is very uh, strange to hear Comrade Mapaele now saying that they were there, that they supported the workers. On the contrary... The statement by the Deputy General Secretary of the SACP in relation to Marikana was that it was not a strike, but uh, an, uh, an event organized by a Pondoland vigilante mafia. It is the, the domination of the SACP within COSATU 
that led to an attempt to to march and to create mayhem amongst workers themselves by the march that they sent to uh, that they organized in Rustenburg to allegedly take uh, Rustenburg out of the hands of counter-revolutionaries. The Communist Party is sitting in a capitalist cabinet. For the past 20 years, the ANC's economic policy has drifted decisively to the right, starting with the abandonment of the Freedom Charter, later the, the closure of the RDP office, then the adoption of care, and now the NDP. Uh, to the extent that there's any merit in the argument that they are there for the purposes of pushing a working-class agenda, it has been a miserable failure. In okay. fact, the Communist Party ought not to be sitting in a capitalist government. Uh, they are taking responsibility for anti-working-class, pro-capitalist policies and uh, confusing the leading layers of, of the shop stewards in Kosatu by arguing that what they are doing is pursuing a socialist agenda when they, when they are doing the very opposite. Comrade right. Jim and company are absolutely correct to, to take the step in launching a workers' party. And we, the Workers and Socialist Party, will support that wholeheartedly. Thank you so much, Hamilton, out in Eldorado Park. It is 8.30 and time for the news. When we come back, of course, we'll take a response. We'll take more of your calls and, of course, read some of your SMSs and tweets as well. Right now, it's time for news headlines with Orly Kalinga. Thanks. It is uh, 28 minutes before 9 and time to find out what's coming up on Morning Talk with Rowena Bird. Good morning, Rowena. Hello, Sakina. Good morning. Thank you very much. Coming up on Morning Talk today, in the first hour, we're going to talk about public procurement regulations and the role of government in ensuring public accountability, proper implementation of laws and transparency in this regard. And just after the news at 10, we'll speak to Father Smangalisa Mkachwa, the chairperson of the Moral Regeneration Movement, is calling on South Africa and South Africans to take a stand against Boko Haram, who abducted 276 Nigerian schoolgirls almost a month ago. On psychological matters with Hanan Bushkin today, we're going to focus on how to deal with an over, overly possessive partner. And then in the final hour of the show, we'll talk to the Industry Association for Responsible Alcohol Use about the latest statistics by the World Health Organization relating to alcohol consumption and the harmful use of alcohol. And that's the show for today. Thank you, Sakina. We don't know whether you'll be around to see your children grow up. We don't know whether you'll be there to pick them up when they fail or barter with them to get that A. We just don't know that. But we do know that if the worst did happen to you, someone still needs to pay for their education, whether it's UCT, Harvard, or the primary school down the road. That's why the educator benefit will pay for that and even pay towards their school shoes and stationery. No. We don't know whether you'll be around to see your children grow up, but we do know that nothing should stop them getting an education. To give your family the Liberty Advantage, visit liberty.coza or speak to your advisor or broker. Ask them. They'll know. Liberty, the advantage of knowing. Liberty is an authorized financial services provider. T's and C's apply. good morning. I need a babysitter, please. How old is she? Oh, she's my new little bundle of joy. She is actually with that little 13-inch screen with retina display. Ask us? Because you can't babysit your stuff all the time. There's APSA iDirect. For insurance with cashback rewards, SMS APSA to 43755 and talk to the bank that's here for you to prosper. SMS rate supply and terms and conditions. APSA, member of Barclays, an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. The Forum at 8. 
on SAFM. Well, we have Mr. Soli Mafayila on the forum at 8 this morning responding to some of what was said on Friday in the forum by Urban Jim of Noomsa. And uh, the lines are blazing, the Twitter sphere is going crazy, and everybody wants to have a say on this one. So I'm going to keep it short and uh, just give you a chance, firstly, to respond to what uh, Hamilton was saying before the break. Firstly, you know, Hamilton is the leader of the of WASP, WASP party, yes. which performed badly uh, in the recent elections. Um, and WASP and Hamilton's people have been responsible for destabilizing the mines instead of organizing workers to fight for their demands. Um, they are part of this, uh, part and parcel of these forces that have created this crisis we find in the mining sector, which hits the economy. But nonetheless, but that's, that's a very serious allegation. So when you say that he's responsible, him and his people as WASP, for destabilizing uh, the oh mines, what exactly have it's, they done? It's, it's a well-known thing. What they, have they done? They've been preparing striking committees in order to outmaneuver uh, the NUM. And the only thing they, they, they come, they, they influence these workers. That's why he's, he's talking about the, the leading trade unions, the shops to what They go to them and say, well, we, we must demand this kind of amount in different mines. It's, it's a well-known thing. They've been doing it. Um, and they failed dismally in that area, in the platinum belt. That's why, uh, overall, they performed badly in the recent election. So what he was talking here is an adversary of the party. Uh, it's from the Marxist workers' tendency and so forth. He has been pursuing these ideas. The ideas, they are not concrete. Any revolution must concretize its ideas. Uh, that is, the ideas must be implementable. You can have wishes. We want to have socialism uh, in this country. But to go to socialism, we have to struggle. That is why we must organize workers to have the consciousness to fight as workers, to fight for their demands under a party that is led by an ideology. This is the ideology that will liberate the working class. So in order to achieve that, you need a strong organization on the ground, rooted in all spheres with a political strategy, and ours is there. It's rooted across our societies. We have led all critical campaigns that are benefiting the working class. For instance, NHI. The NHI doesn't benefit the rich. It's essentially a program that benefits the poor, mm. but they wouldn't see the need for it. So in the field of health, we will go all out to fight for the introduction of NHI. And whether this is done by a, a so-called capitalist government of the ANC, uh, as they say, which is not, they have impl- are implementing the NHI program. It benefits the poor. So so there will be many other programs that we are, we are actually championing as the Communist Party. What we are simply saying is that instead of people saying to us, you are not doing this and that. Let them say we are contributing in the struggle for socialism by doing one, two, three. Let me tell you what they say before I go to the lines. Uh, Cyprian says the SACP is dead. You can go to Russia and Cuba. Communist Party doesn't associate with other parties but is a party. And then uh, Reverend Happy Nkwe says, does the SACP believe in nationalization of mines? Uh, this one here by um, Robert. Robert says... Um, Socialism was killed by human nature before it was even born. So basically you are just barking up the wrong tree. And uh, many others coming through, which I'll go through in a little while. But let me go back to the lines. 0891-104-208. Mandla, you've been holding. Thanks for your patience. Yes, morning, Sabina. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, yes, Mandla. Yes, morning to Mr. Mapaila as well. 
Sabina, I just want to make uh, two quick points. Mr. Mapaila, I think that as the SACP, you're going to have a big problem living up to your ideology for as long as you're embedded in the, in the ANC. For instance, when you send uh, ministers into government or into parliament, they go there as ANC members. So meaning that an ordinary branch of the SACP will not be able to hold your comrades accountable because when you try to hold them accountable, they will say to you, we are part of an ANC caucus. We are therefore ANC ministers or employees. We are not really there as comrades or, or socialists. So that is the first problem. The second problem is that during the run-up to Pulukwan, you had a document uh, called the state power that was really critiquing what has been happening in the democratic state. And you had to bury that document because what then happened is that you focused on individual as opposed to the broader picture, meaning that you supported a faction in the ANC. And I think that was a mistake. You should not have supported an affection. You should have remained above the sectional fighting that was happening in the ANC. I think that by that, by doing that, you would have been very effective. So my advice is that go back to the state power document, pull it out, critique the state, and then take it from there. Thank you so much, Mandla. Uh, and then I see we have Mr. Gwete Mantashe from the ANC on the line. Good morning. Hello, Sakina. Welcome to the well, show. I want to make, I want to do just few points. One, I'm, I'm listening to Hamilton, who is describing the cabinet in which Blaise Zimande is sitting as a capitalist cabinet. But interestingly, uh, whilst which he leads, he conducted elections in the past elections and performed this money, got a total of about 8,000 votes nationally. Now, they wanted to go to this capitalist uh, parliament. But I've chosen the, the, the SACP of being in a capitalist cabinet. Now, that is a contradiction in terms and unprincipled position by a party that claims to be a Marxist party. Uh, that is extreme in terms of Marxist ideology. Now, the, what, what is important here is that you don't influence if you don't want to be influenced. If you don't interact with other people and fear that they will influence you, you will not be influenced. And the alliance between the SACP and the ANC has a history and it has outlived many, uh, many uh, process of doom. And the reality of the matter is that we shared trenches, we waged the struggle for freedom, we have succeeded, we are now free today. And sometimes entryism, which is what WASP and Hamilton is talking about, is that you have freed us now, give the power to us. And 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 endism is not even an ideology but a tendency. And therefore it must be confronted as such and be confronted out there in the field. They will continue to convince a few. And the idea that they are talking of a workers' party is propagated by NUMSA is not a new idea. It was there in the seventies, it was there in the eighties, it was there in the nineties, it was there all the time. And therefore, it's not a new idea that is coming through with Jim. It is revival and recycling of an old idea of a workers' party that will not be associated with the liberation movement. It will be purist in terms of, of its ideology, and I think it's a mistake. But right. they, will, they can go in the field, test it, they will fail it. All right. Um, uh, Secretary General of the African National Congress there, uh, Mr. Gwete Mantashe. But let's respond to what Manda was saying and and, and perhaps also to what uh, Mr. Mantashe highlights there. The SACP 
when its members go to parliament, they go as ANC deployees. That's what Mandela was saying. Yes, in the context of an alliance. That's why we, we fought for the election as SACP, but fighting for the ANC. Uh, we had an independent campaign, but asking people, workers and all people to vote for the African National Congress. But we do hold our comrades accountable as the SACP individually. We have, um, in fact, all the, those who are ministers have been to the Central Committee to account. And we constantly monitor their performance and we inter- interface with them. And if there are issues that requires a, our intervention where they are unable to do because that may breach ANC policy, we take that politically to the alliance and we raise these issues within the alliance secretariat, we debate them, and the ANC will then uh, implement those decisions uh, through that particular process. The other question that Mandla raised was that the debate that we have raised about the macro uh, system of the state, we're basically looking at how the state is configured in our, in our country and how can we transform it to do better. And that is why, for instance, that state power debate led to the introduction of the planning commission, for instance, the planning ministry, uh, didn't, was not necessarily implemented the, nec- the way in which the SACP conceptualized it, but it, it went much closer to what we're, we're, we're talking about. So this is some of the things that are, are, are implemented in other countries, for instance, in Cuba, for instance, you have a state council system where, for instance, a minister will not be prohibited by particular unnecessary regulations to, to go to a locality and make an intervention. Whereas in our case, for instance, at local government level, there are concurrent powers uh, in which the minister has to negotiate with the, the, the premiers and so forth, or MECs of local government in, 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 in the sphere of uh, provincial government and so forth. So it's about those, those kind of things. But the SACP never associates with factions. Uh, we are a people of class. Mm-hmm. If, if our, our analysis of society is based on class, our analysis of issues is based on, on, on class. That is how they benefit the working poor who are the majority in society, who are the exploited by the minority in the capitalist class. So if he says we are a faction, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, uh, communists will, will, will participate in the, in, the, in the structures of the movement as a whole. They can... Inf- believe in one issue or the other, but the primary issue of, com- of communism is the analysis of class. That's what we take when we go to the alliance. Now, we're going to listen to what Irvin Jim had to say, but let's go to the callers first, and then immediately after uh, the two calls that we're going to take now, we'll uh, take another listen to some of what Irvin Jim said on Friday. Timothy in Cape Town, good morning. Hi, good morning, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you, Timothy? I'm good. Sakina, uh, I'm just uh, amazed and um, I'm so embarrassed by what just Goremantashi has said uh, and this all, and this man in the studio. I just want to give you one typical example of uh, the failure of SACP. Uh, look at the legacy of pay wage in the mines. Goremantashi was there. Um, who's that? Cyril Ramaphosa was there. And then now blatant demanding in the parliament, Butimana Mena, who used to be vocal and uh, who is this blade? They all choked up under the materialism of the ANC. They have forgotten about the socialism. They have forgotten about ANC is signing neoliberal policies under their nose, under their watch. And this guy in the studio is telling us they're advocating um, 
uh, 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 things or they are doing things that are trying to protect the workers' interest. SNCP is not alive, it's dead in South Africa. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm echoing the sentiments of um, NUMSA Secretary General. I mean, NUMSA member voted for EFS truly because ANC is no longer for the poor. It's no longer, because when you go to parliament, you go under ANC, not under SACP, and you abide by the rules and regulations of ANC. So SACP is no longer alive, it's dead. Even so every time when we speak this, they are always angry. Because people like Wadam Mantashe, they're too old to understand the atmosphere of how young people and working class are feeling at this moment. It's people who need to come to reality and understand that now is the time to liberate people economically. Okay. Got you there, Timothy in Cape Town. Mike in Northwest, good morning. Jackie, how are you? Well, and you, Mike? Fine. I'm listening to um, the Deputy Secretary of SACP. You know, it's quite embarrassing. I'll start here by saying, is he that I'm not a member of EFF. I'm not the supporter of EFF. But is he aware that EFF in eight months was able to recruit more members to its party than SACP currently has? And, and that tells you that SACP is irrelevant to the plight of the black people in this country. On the issue of Marikana, um, the comrade there is economic with the truth. They know what happened in Marikana. They, they know that Marikana happened because of NAM. NAM not being able to address the issues of black people in Marikana. And, and AMCU is a product of NAM, because it's NAM that perished those AMCU leaders who later on formed AMCU. So EFF as well is a product of paging in the ANC. Now, if you look in the last five years, how many people have left ANC and formed political parties outside the ANC and, 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 and formed as well, uh, I mean, labor unions? The current atmosphere in the ANC is intolerable as a result of SACP's approach. And this was an added to a former treasurer of SACP itself. Um, I forgot he was even passed from SACP, went and formed Cobus Teralekot. The current atmosphere is intolerable of a different, different views. All and right. he knows that. Okay, thank you, Mike. And uh, we obviously will take more of your comments coming through. Uh, this one from Jabu that says, uh, SACP has now become the adopted child of the rich family, the ANC. Communists have now become capitalists. And then uh, Lucky Marcelle says, why is SACP failing to fight e-tolling, labor brokering, and the abuse of workers in the workplaces? Whereas uh, Marcus in PE says, how does your leader justify driving the most capitalistic BMW worth a million rand does communism mean everybody drives equal cars too and of course we'll take a response to that when we come back the South African Trade, Investment and Tourism Promotion Guide in partnership with SAFM will be hosting monthly radio broadcasts to promote trade and investment opportunities to local business and foreign investors. We invite business from all sectors in the Northwest Province to join us at the Hunter's Rest Resort in Rustenburg on the 23rd of May 2014. To participate for free, contact Boyce Sachaneni on 082-923-4402 or email at rsvp at bbmmedia.co.za. The Forum at 8 on SAFM.
Well, it is the forum at eight. It's nine minutes before nine. And uh, just before we get uh, Mr. Mapaila uh, to respond to what uh, some of the listeners have raised before the break, uh, let's take another listen to something uh, that uh, Mr. Irwin Jim said on Friday, uh, where he speaks about how Kosatu's presidents, Dumo Tamini and the SACB's uh, general secretary, Bladen Zimande, defied NUMSA. We had an experience where people bought the leadership of Kosatu and the leadership of the South African Communist Party, completely reacted towards NUMSA in a very Stalinist way. And this is not funny. Almost like, uh, I don't know how to define it, but they have been very brutal with us. Workers said, it is important for us as the component of the working class. Look, NUMSA will not be turned into a political party. It is an organization in the hands of workers. But NUMSA will be a catalyst for realization of a united front, for realization of a movement for socialism. For that, Tumulamini and Bladen Zimande, whenever they had an opportunity, they would go for NUMSA. I mean, it's very simple. We said as NUMSA will not campaign, but we didn't say people should not engage our members and persuade them. They are voters like everybody else. But they adopted a strategy of trying to, and in fact, why he has been singled out. In KZN in particular, there are experiences in various companies where he has been basically meeting with ex-shop steward, and the, the, the people he meet, they come back and report to the organization, trying to basically mobilize our members. We think that anybody who, to go and persuade our members for election, granted, everybody's got a right to do so. But you should know that both the Communist Party, which he is part of and he, which he is championing the whole thing, they have defined the NUMSA leadership by virtue of the decision that has been taken as a, as a clique that must be, you know, if you were in the, this started in the SACP conference in December, they said they have no problem with the, with the rest of COSADU affiliate. There's one affiliate that they've got a problem with. That affiliate is, a, is, is NUMSA. In fact, they define it, define us as a small lingering irritation that will be identified, that will be isolated, that will be destroyed. And indeed, both the South African Communist Party and Stumotlamini, Wherever they are, they're basically dealing with NUMSA. Mr. Mapaina? Firstly, let me say, um, just to respond to some of the callers, we have a living SACP. It's the fastest growing organization in the country. We've also launched our Young Communist League, which is also growing very fast, and is there and alive uh, in our communities, in all uh, different institutions. How many uh, members does it have? The, the Young Communist League. The, 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 the Communist Party as a whole. We are now over 190,000. We are going towards 200,000. We'll, we are doing the final analysis for the Central Committee in a few weeks' time. We'll possibly be 200,000. We just had a big match in Durban on the 26th of April. 120,000 people attending. Um, many of these parties that he's talking about don't even have those kind of uh, uh, numbers. They can't even pull those kind of numbers to the streets. So uh, why don't you go it alone as a party, as a political party? Because of the alliance, let me explain this question of uh, the interrelationship of our struggle, that is the alliance. The Communist Party is primarily a working class organization. We fight for socialism. The African National Congress is an organization that fights for national liberation, fights for all classes. We fight for socialism, but ultimately all, all classes will benefit. The workers 
are the leading detachment of the working class. That is an important component of the working class. That is why we have a relationship with workers. That's why we have a relationship with COSATO as the SACP. Now, in this interrelationship, we have to ensure that national liberation struggles takes forward the transformation of our society towards socialism, meaning that if we as a Communist Party have to fight for socialism, alone outside national liberation uh, you you you'll not you'll not reach there that is why it's important to understand the conditions in south africa where our people are when we'll reach a stage where for instance uh, class contradiction sharpens much more sharply between the working class and, and 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 the capitalist class in that case the workers will have much more consciousness to fight for socialism but for now, what is the primary component, in fact, our primary articulation of socialism in the moment, firstly, is that it must end all forms of exploitation. It must make sure that our people have access to food, our people have access to housing, our people have access to education, to health care, and so forth. All these basic uh, social services that our people must have lay a firm foundation for us to advance towards socialism. And these are the priorities also of the African National Congress. That is the reason why reinforcing one another to meet, to meet all these uh, basic demands of our people is critical at this stage in time. It doesn't mean, therefore, that we postpone the struggle for socialism. That is why we continue ourselves, on the one hand, to deepen our fight uh, in the struggle for socialism. For instance, we have always uh, pointed out the primary uh, uh, force of capital in this country, which is the financial sector and we launched a massive campaign against them. Part of the reason why we, do, we are not liked, both by the capitalist forces and the ultra-left forces, the ultra-left forces have never been on, this, on, the, on, on, on the platform to confront capital, but they, they, can, they, they can actually attack us. Who are the ultra-left forces? Like Hamilton and them. But those who know the real uh, uh, struggle, you must take it to the streets. Big capital knows about us. That's why they can't give us space in, 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 in their media. But if you go to our own publications, you will see mass of activities that we embark on day in, day out. But they also give space to those who attack the liberation movement. We are not in attacking the liberation movement. Our job is to strengthen the liberation movement led by the African National Congress, as well as fighting for socialism within that particular process of strengthening the liberation movement. Let so me read some of the SMSs the very quickly, and you can okay. uh, factor them all in because we are pressed for time. Kosipi um, and Peter Maritzburg says, Blade was very vocal in pushing for the state to open the inquest into the assassination of Comrade Chris Hani when he was not in cabinet. Why is he so quiet about it now? while the material conditions are in favor of the party because he is now in government. And then David Ntunzi in Mabatu says, uh, these are communists who discovered comfort in capitalist state and are only existing by name. They might as well be extinct. Norman says, Jim is, a spo- uh, Jim is spot on. The alliance is surely dead. If it was not dead, the ANC would never have implemented e-tolls while Kosatu was against it. And Alu in Polokwane says, SAPC has dumped the Freedom Charter in favor of the ministerial handbook as can be seen from Blade and Sunny in Bloemfontein says Jim says all these things because he belongs to groups that hate Zuma, not the ANC but Zuma is not Kosatu nor the ANC. Your response? Yeah, let me also say this question about um, our positions on uh, labor brokers we have repeated this over and over again we actually participated even in the march against labor brokers 
Our general secretary even characterized labor brokers as modern day slavery. So we can express this thing many a times. Why why haven't you, along with Kosatu, been able to get the ANC to actually ban labor brokers? We are still fighting. That's why we're saying. How long? We are involved. What in is the problem with labor slider. brokers? There were processes that were involved. Uh, the matter is now uh, was taken to to parliament. Actually, they've created a condition that uh, you can't be in a labor broker for more than three months. That's 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 progress we've made in this front. The idea could have been. We could have got, for instance, a, a court judgment that would have made labor brokering legal. So, but if you are, an, uh, you are, you are somebody, who, somebody who is not guided by material condition, you would have simply, simply uh, admitted that, well, let's ban labor brokers. You ban them, they take you to court, you lose the court case, and then what about the class? That's the issue. So, when we are talking about ultra-leftism and those who apply existing situation. Like our our case, our strategy is based on material condition. We respond to that. Mm. So, so because the, the the judiciary is not a, is not a, a committee of the Communist Party, so that can always. A, a, a Mr. Soli Mapaila, never, never enough time. Um, this one here by Katum Boya says, it is hard to be a socialist in a seven series. The widows are, are deemed uh, uh, making it hard to see what's happening outside. We will continue and, um, the, the, yeah, and unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. Yeah. Our guest this morning, Mr. Soli Mapaila, who is the second deputy general secretary of the South African Communist Party. And he was, of course, responding to some of the allegations made on Friday. Friday here on the forum by Numsa's Irvin Jim. With that, it is thank you for your time as always this morning. Great participation as well as to the production team. And we will, of course, be back with you tomorrow, same time, same place. It is 9 o'clock and time for news with Aurelie Kalinga.